good morning everybody and welcome back to A Heart for Scripture, week number 28. I hope you're enjoying reading through the Bible and I know that you are benefiting from it because God promises that you will benefit from it. His word does not return empty, but it accomplishes that which he purposes. That's actually a verse from the Bible in Isaiah chapter 55. So if you've been reading all year, then God has been doing stuff in your life as you read. And if you're just getting started reading, or even if you've missed a lot of weeks, don't give up or ever be tempted to think that any of this is a waste of time. God is speaking to us through these pages and we need to hear him. Well, this past week, you began reading through First Chronicles. And as you go into the week ahead, you're going to find yourself reading some stories that you've already read, which I think will lead you to ask a couple of questions. First, why am I rereading the same stories over again? And second, why do these stories seem a little bit different than the first time that I read them? Well, I think the best way to understand this is to know that 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles as well were written for the people of Israel who were returning from captivity in, in Babylon. You'll remember reading at the end of 2 Kings how God brought judgment against the people of Israel and Judah and he destroyed their kingdoms. He summed it up in 2 Kings 24.20 saying, For because of the anger of the Lord, it came to the point in Jerusalem and Judea that he cast them out of his presence. But 70 years later, also according to God's plan, the people began to resettle in the land of Israel. We're going to read all about that in the month of August. But first and second Chronicles were actually written for those people who were returning from captivity in Babylon to the land of Israel. And as they returned, God wanted to communicate to them how important it was that they listen to him and that they worship him. So this is the message of First Chronicles. The book presents a very positive portrait of King David, of his faith in the Lord. David's great sin with Bathsheba and Uriah is completely left out. It's interesting. Now, it's not done just to make David look good. The point isn't to whitewash his life story. But 1 Chronicles is designed to make following God look good and to get the people of Israel who are returning to the land excited about worshiping God. There are lots of details in the book about the construction of the temple and the role of the Levites. God wanted the people who returned to the land to rebuild the temple and to restart the temple worship and to serve and to worship him. And 1 Chronicles was intended to inspire them to do that. One example in the book would be the story of King David bringing the Ark of the Covenant up to the city of Jerusalem. In chapter 13, David is apparently carrying out his own plan to move the ark. He's arranged for a new cart to carry the ark. So they're using this new technology to move it around. They've got the, the Ark of the Covenant sitting on this cart. And as it went along, it began to slide off of, of the cart. So a fellow named Uzzah put up his hand and he tried to steady the ark. And as soon as he did that, God struck him 
dead. It's a little bit of a shock. Why did God do this? It's because God had already told them in his word how, were, how they were to move the ark. And he wanted the people to listen to him. He wanted the people to worship him in, in the right right way. David gets it right the second time. This is in 1 Chronicles 15, and we read, Because God helped the Levites, who this time were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. David was also clothed in a robe of fine linen, as also were all the Levites who were carrying the ark, and the singers, and Chenaniah, the leader of the music of the singers, and David wore a linen ephod. So all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouting to the sound of the horn, trumpets, and cymbals, and made loud music on harps and lyres. It sounds like fun. It sounds wonderful to worship and serve the Lord in this way. There is joy in worshiping the Lord according to his word, and that is the point of First Chronicles. Of course, this week you'll also read what many people consider to be uh, one of the greatest chapters in the New Testament, and that's Romans chapter 8. It's one of those chapters in the Bible that if you were to begin highlighting it with a marker, you would probably just color uh, the, the whole thing. It's got wonderful promises in it. Uh, Romans 8 verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And of course, Romans 8 28, All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, who've been called according to his purposes. And Romans uh, 8.31, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And of course, one of my favorites uh, lately, uh, Romans 8.32, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also graciously with him give us all things. What great and wonderful promises we find in this beautiful chapter. So enjoy Romans 8 this week. You might want to read that one twice. You won't regret it. Well, have a great week and enjoy reading.